You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by ProQ, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermapen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. It's the Ben and Dan show again, because we're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you don't need guests when you're this awesome. No. People just keep uh, listening to the episodes and going, you two are the best, so let's just keep it with you two for now. <laughs> so what have you been up to then? Oh, just, just too much, because we're so awesome. We're both just doing so much cool stuff, aren't we? We are. We are indeed. Well. I don't know about the awesome bit, but we are doing lots of stuff anyway. <laughs> Some more, yeah. yeah. I think you're you're probably doing more than me. I'm just holidaying it, so yeah, it's nice. Though. Let me know. I'd like a little break sometime. I'm going away actually next week. I know. Yeah, yeah. Shame really though, because obviously uh, you're probably well. I suppose we're not used to a big summer because we we never had a big summer, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's just been such a good summer, Eric. It's the best summer for barbecue that I can remember. Possibly my yeah. life. In my whole lifetime, I reckon. Yeah, uh, it seems that way. And um, I'm really jealous, actually. It seems like it's been a really good year. Not to spend a lot of time talking about weather, but it seems like you guys have had like a really good winter with snow and everything. And then you've also had a really good summer, which... For me, like again, to see all the seasons is you can't really beat it, to be honest. So, hmm, seems like it's been a great year back home. Yeah, definitely. It's um, like you said, we're having proper seasons now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, outdoor living, especially down in the southwest, you can't really, you can't really beat it on a sunny day. You guys live ten, not far from the beach, and. Uh, or from the seaside, and you can get down there and, and enjoy it. So, yeah, I, I, I'm very jealous, I have to say. I just um, was suddenly thinking around that because we had the kind of 
UK barbecue week and it was perfect week for it and um, I saw this morning I've just retweeted it um, was Richard Holden's doing a hashtag 31 days of barbecue and he's set a little photo challenge for every day for the next 31 days oh really yeah, okay so day one today is share this list so easy one for today I'll I'll keep up with it so far <laughs> <laughs> so today involves no barbecue yeah but he's got lots of things so like day one sharing the list um, introducing yourself your grills best barbecue dish so he's got loads of stuff like favourite bits of kit best burger um, cool cookbook stashes uh, oh awesome low and slow game on the grill which is something we can talk about now because I've been doing lots of game over the last few days um, going to the awesome. butchers surf and turf barbecue in the wild yeah just loads of cool ideas of that sounds awesome yeah so maybe we should get Richard on to have a chat yeah we'll get him on for in a couple of weeks maybe and see how far yeah. he's got along with it how well it's going <laughs> yeah because we had Richard on ages ago but it'd be good to mm. good to get him on again I was actually looking at his uh, porchetta recipe again the other day uh it's one of my favorite porchetta recipes uh, around, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a quick look at that the other day to to refresh the memory of what it was. So I remember, I remember at the time, like it was one of the one of the ones I liked when I was uh, looking at them years ago. I mean, I think the recipe was posted maybe like two years plus ago. Uh, so I was looking at that again the other day because I remembered, oh, I quite like that recipe. Yeah, definitely, it was. A, it's a really good one, wasn't it? Mm. Good, good I can't, I, yeah 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 and uh he's, he's been doing amazing things and keeping himself super busy so it'd be probably good great to get him back on and have a good chat yeah it's awesome to see so much so much good stuff happening in the uk barbecue mm. yeah it is i mean it's kicking off all the time yeah i mean it's it's so good to see the growing uh competition scene it's so good to see the uh, these meet and greets that are happening uh the country would smoke meet and greets I know that's not whole UK barbecue, but it's actually, it's, it's a big group of people. It's a big community. I think Mark has posted 15,000 people are in the community now. And it's quite nice to have these meet and greets. It'd be probably quite nice. They had, they've had two this year. If they could do like, uh, if they could organize maybe three a year and spread them out across the country to get people to, to turn up. I think that's a really nice idea. Good to sort of, it's, it's really what barbecue is all about, isn't it? Bringing everyone together, sort of a cookout, sharing your food, sharing ideas and stuff like that. So, that looked like good fun. Uh, I know that I think it was Peter that organised this one and uh, it looked really good. Uh, Ty was up there cooking away and talking about his trip to uh, America, which I was really jealous about. So, yeah, some yeah. really cool stuff happening. And then we obviously had UK Barbecue Week, which was a smashing success. Uh, and there seemed to be like a, some really good sort of, uh, I would say, barbecue bloggers or just people that are really doing really good things that like you've got like uh, Kung Fu Barbecue uh, and people like that that are doing some really cool stuff and regularly doing things. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like you say, it's, I love, I love keeping up watching all these people, like you said, Kung Fu Barbecue, Smoking Dan's, like they're all just constantly posting and keeping it up really good. So it's, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's so good. <clears throat> it's good that we're like at this level now where, like I said, there's more and more events going on, and it's we are like really growing as a barbecue community in the UK. I think. Oh, nice. So, so at the weekend, what were you up to? Um, so this weekend, I was with 
Kamado Joe at the game fair. So we, okay. I've never been to the game fair before, but I've seen a lot of people have been in the past, and I've always been uh, keen to try and get to that festival, but it's never really allowed me with my previous work. But now that I've got access to be able to do that sort of thing, I get to go along to it, so it's pretty cool. So awesome. We, Did you bring your A game? Um, yeah, I was, I was kind of, I was there as a, as a support demo chef, I guess, that basically we had, on the demo stage, it was sponsored by Kamado Joe, so it was people cooking on Kamado Joe's pretty much all the time, but it was just there as a tool for any chefs that wanted to use it, so none of the people were specifically barbecue chefs, they were just actual chefs that wanted to use the benefits of having a ceramic or having a, a grill basically so they could grill their food or roast it or do whatever they wanted to do with it so I didn't do cool. any I didn't lead any specific demos myself but I was on the stage pretty much the whole time because that's the kind you of love guy, the stage that's the kind of guy I am <laughs> love the li- love the limelight just try and try not to steal everyone's limelight yeah no I wasn't I wasn't there that much I was just kind of being support so I'd go on as the kind of sous chef and be the grill chef, cool. but by we did it for like three whole days. It sort of sounds like me and you, like you're mm. always the sous chef for me. Yeah, because you don't know how to function a barbecue, so yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's <so> good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was it was really cool because like the first day everyone was quite dependent on me of like, how do I do this and don't want to do it wrong and all the rest of it, but by the second day there was less need for me and by the third day I was kind of just like yeah you guys have got it sorted now you don't need me anymore so I was just all I did was make, so you, make sure I didn't run out of charcoal <laughs> oh awesome so you may have inspired some new barbecue cooks as well from the game fair oh yeah yeah it was there was a real buzz around the whole Kamado Joe brand and everyone going away wanting to really up their grilling game when they got home awesome I like that good pun yeah. uh so, what were the highlights of the game, the game festival, the game fair? Um, for me, it's, well, there was so many good chefs. It was crazy, really, because and lots of these chefs were kind of new to me. Like I'd heard of a lot of them, but never met some of these people before. And there was um, a couple of guys like Jose Suto. Do you know him? He, he's um, I big in the not game sure. world. He's got a couple of books out, and he actually launched his new book called. Feathers. Okay. The name Suter rings a bell, but I'm, mm. I'm not 100% sure, to we'll, be honest. We'll get him on the show because he's he's right up our street, the stuff he's doing. He does lots of stuff with uh, the Bradley Smoker, but also lots of stuff with the Kamado Joe, and there's lots of recipes in his cool. book that are done on barbecues. Some aren't, some are. It's just like a real good balance of simple... Yeah. Simple, but a Game little recipe. bit chefy as well. So it's it's got a really yeah. good balance in there. Was it anything new? Like anything like uh, you hadn't tried before that you came across, or anything that was prepared in a different way you hadn't seen it prepared in that sort of way before that was sort of inspiring, taken away? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I think probably like a lot of people that I don't really eat a lot of game meat generally, and I think that yeah. was kind of something that I really found from this whole weekend. It was a real good learning curve, so that anyone who Anyone who hasn't been to the game fair before, I would recommend going because there's so many good game chefs and so many people that know 
game so well that you do, it's like a real learning <laughs> it's like I don't know almost like a little lecture this weekend where you got to learn so much about where it came from and how it's shot yeah. and all the sport about it as well as like the sustainability of it and it really really did make me think I need to make more of an effort to eat more game meats it is an interesting one a game as just a subject it is is an interesting one in the fact that Obviously, years ago, it was obviously very popular. Uh, but then coming into the farm meats and stuff like that, it, that is what people tend to eat. And it's almost like it's uh, it lost its place in society. Almost. And people people don't tend to order it. People, it's got some sort of uh, I'm not going to say stigma because it, I don't. Obviously, stigma has a reason behind it. There's no sort of stigma attached to it. But I don't know. People just don't tend to go for it very often which yeah. is which is interesting and, and i don't really know why but maybe it's just because it's not common it's not do you know what i mean you don't really see it everywhere you don't go to see it's not really like a supermarket thing or, or something like that yeah. if you know what i mean it is and, and we had a, we actually had on the demo stage at all different people so even when the chefs are on they also would have another guest on with them and one of the guests was the master butcher from Sainsbury's so he is the person responsible for putting meat into every Sainsbury's store I guess. Supermarkets, yeah, Sainsbury's. So, yeah so yeah so he he was there and he was getting lots of questions around like what can we do around game and he was saying how much they are increasing it and how like venison is now available like all year round and there's lots of yeah. meats that are seasonal meats that they are bringing into the kind of taste the difference range so i think a, a bit like with goat i guess that like we were in the same position a couple of years ago around goat and that's increasing as well so i think we will see a, a real rise in game meat yeah and, and that is something that is really evident is that people are cooking goat all year round now and james butler from uh he, he was posting the other from cabrillo goat he posted actually it was a comparison because a lot of people will say goat's expensive, and actually, when he was he posted up some supermarket photos of uh, their meat, like lamb, for instance, and he was saying that well, when you compare per kilo price with Marco Brio goat, it's actually cheaper. Yeah. So it's one of those that maybe like people when they're buying goat, they tend to be buying bigger joints, so they tend to be spending more money rather than just buying like a small pack of uh, I don't know dice lamb or something like that that it always seems like they're spending more money but actually uh like per kilo it's actually cheaper so i think it's getting past all these little barriers and again it's sort of like the availability of it so like obviously you walk down a supermarket aisle and there's almost a whole aisle dedicated to poultry there's a whole aisle dedicated to beef like a whole aisle dedicated to pork but really other than that there's not an awful lot there and and the stuff that is there sort of uh, sort of dotted in between. So I think, again, it's sort of like accessibility. And again, like so the knowledge, I think we're a generation that basically hasn't been using game uh, very much. And I think gaining knowledge, maybe something, buying something like this Feathers book or attending the game fair or, or something like that. And, and and I think that maybe even trying game when it's on the menu, just, just putting yourself out there and giving it a go would be a really cool way of moving forward. I did a... I did a game recipe piece for the UK barbecue mag. Uh, I can't remember what issue it was. It was probably about, it was probably one of the first few issues, but I did that uh, ages ago and that was, uh, I did some really good, well, 
I thought they were really good. Yeah, uh, game recipes have, to try out. <laughs> no one tried any. But anyway, yeah, if, if you're interested in some game recipes for free, then uh, get on there and have a look at them. Uh, but obviously, Ben's saying this Feathers book's really good. Yeah. We'll have him on the podcast, I'm sure, soon for you to listen. But but yeah, it, game's a really interesting one. Yeah, and photography-wise, like this, the book, is, he's, this is his second book, and him and Steve, the photographer, have worked on it together as like a joint project and this book's taking four years to to sort it out and the the photos in it are amazing that like he's done such a good job on the photography of it it's like a real yeah I don't know like looking through it you almost like don't even look at their recipes first because they're so like intrigued by all of the amazing photography of all the birds in the flight in the air and it's it's like a real masterpiece to be honest Cool. Um, yeah. cool. And another chap that was really, really good on stage was called Mike Robinson. Um, okay. And he's, he's opening a new restaurant called The Woodsman in Stratford-upon-Avon. And it's going to be all a kind of wood-fired restaurant. He's actually got, I think he said that he's got the only Michelin star pub in London. So I'm not, okay. I can't remember what it was called. I should have looked it up. Or research skills. And it's a, a wood-fired restaurant and he's going to be pushing a lot of game then? Yeah, so he's, he's really known for his game. Um, his, okay. Yeah, his Twitter name and stuff. Like, the Game Boy or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's really good and really good. Sued by, really being good sued by Nintendo? <laughs> it probably, I don't think it is that, but it's something along this lines. <laughs> That's probably where I've heard it before. I've heard of a Game Boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was really good. And he, him and Jose did a few like, joint demos together where they were butchering like, whole animals like, live there on the stage. And then we were cooking them up straight away on the stage. There was another chef, she's called yeah. Rachel Green. She was, she's an, another big game enthusiast, as every chef who was there was. But... She was there with me helping cook up like, all of this meat and they butchered two whole wild boars like the, live on the stage and it's really interesting to, to see it because I guess if you've seen a bit of butchery and stuff now and again but a wild boar you think of as a bit like a pig really, don't you? But Yeah. But what what they was, what Mike was saying as he was butchering it was that because of the hair on a wild boar compared to a pig it's a lot lot messier to butcher it um, and also saying they actually butcher it by removing the skin whereas on a, Obviously, on yeah. a pig you leave the skin on. People want the crackling. crackling yeah. You don't do that on a wild boar which made it a real messy business. <laughs> so he's like yeah. having to skin the whole thing and the amount of hair on it, it was just hair and fat everywhere. It was just crazy. <laughs> well a family friend of ours has a uh, has a house in Poland and or she's polish and uh lives in london now has a house in poland and it's uh they they rent it out it's a hunting lodge it's in hunting grounds and uh the way they do things over there is that basically or particularly in that forest i'm not sure about the rest of the country so i'm not going to say that but in this forest the government basically owns all the animals so if you go out and hunt you then bring it to a uh i would say a government butcher for instance they weigh the boar and you can you need to then buy the boar off the uh, off the government. Oh. So then you basically pay for it 
or you can actually choose to like i don't know uh, keep like a leg or something like that and then they basically take the rest of the meat and then set it on so uh it's a way of like managing the forest and it's a way of uh, monitoring uh these sort of animals that are coming through it's also a way of eliminating waste people aren't just killing animals for no reason so it's not just it's hunting for a reason which is really interesting and you no know, it's cool to see but yeah wild boars are a really popular one or a common one in uh in poland in that particular area so uh so yeah cool the dish that i, I really like that i don't i don't even think i've ever had it before was um grouse i hadn't had grouse before i don't think but um rachel okay rachel green did a really good recipe where she kind of i'd say she wrapped it in hay but she did it actually in like a in a dish so she didn't really have to wrap it she can try to sut it in in hay <clears throat> yeah so she kind of got the hay burning a little bit to give it a real earthy flavor and it was then cool like combined with like apples and cider and pine nuts and um, she actually had some like handfuls of fur and like, heather in it as well, so it was like a real. Uh, and some I think it had juniper berries in it as well. well I need to interesting I've, fur. I've got, yeah, so a Douglas fir pine stuff was in it. So it was, uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Not, not, Very not, interesting. Not fur off of the animal. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking like, that's weird, but yeah, that's more more uh, normal, I would say, yeah. or. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's the real Niklas Ekstedt sort of thing. He does yeah, that a lot yeah. where, yeah, so it's quite really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really good. So it was a Rachel, really good weekend. Rachel was a really good chef. Um, we, had, we had Juanita Hennessy, and she was a finalist on MasterChef a couple of years ago. And she's a okay. really, really big game enthusiast, so her and her husband were there, and we had a great laugh with those two guys and yeah it's just a, a really good weekend of good quality chefs cooking amazing food and yeah it's just really good fun recommend it to anyone oh sounds like a cracking weekend yeah and you can camp there and it's got showers and everything going for it so it's not not like camping at Q-Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit more civilised. Uh, next level Q-Fest, yeah. <laughs> it's, awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fully, um, fully geared up for all the weather. It's actually a, such a huge festival. I've, I said to to everyone before we went, is it what sort of size is it? They're like, oh, it's, it's big. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, what, like Devon County Show big? Like, bigger than Devon County Show. So... Yeah, it was. So it takes you a couple, really? of, couple of days to get around it all, yeah. Oh, amazing. I, I would mm. never have thought that. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'd where do, is it? Uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, I think it was. But I think I okay. don't think it's in the same place each year. I think it moves. Okay, so they, they pick a new venue each year around the country yeah. or something. Well, maybe alternate between a few, but I think they like give the land a rest, I guess, because it's, it's almost like a Glastonbury-style <laughs> event if it's it's good weather i'm sure it's fine but if it's uh, yeah like it was where it kind of hammered down takes a, beating. a bit it's giving it a bit of a beating yeah um, definitely it's, so rad i think it's called bradley park or bradley Hall or something like that but yeah mm, cool lovely lovely venue for it as well and the weather was pretty good to be honest we had two really good days and then one day of it looked according to the forecast like it was going to be horrific but it was just 
bad, not horrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. That's all right then. That's all right. I've had worse. It awesome. Worse. Sounds good. Cracking weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, really good. And it's got they have bars and food villages and everything going on. So, it's, uh, yeah, definitely recommend it to everyone. Well, if I'm back by next year, I'll, uh, yeah, definitely, I'll definitely come, come along. along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. I'm definitely there again next year. So Sounds like a good, a good weekend. Yeah. And just nice. different, I think, because of that whole game angle of things, it's not something that you tend to see as much when you go to other places. You might see, like, one game recipe where this was, like, yeah, F, yeah. every recipe was game. <laughs> Yeah, or like a, a, I don't know. Say for instance, at a food festival, you've got probably the, uh, the good game guys from uh, Exmouth. Exmouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Near it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Topsham. Well, yes. Uh, so you've got those there, and that'll probably be it. And then you've got like a whole food festival. So it's 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 probably really interesting to uh, to go to one dedicated to to that category, which would be cool. Yeah, definitely. I even had a uh, bunny burger. A bunny burger? Yeah. Nice. Mm. I like the name. Yeah. How was it? Did you try it? Yeah, it's really nice, yeah. That was done by yeah. um, Scott Ray. Never... Oh, really? Yeah. He put, okay. on a, he put on a really good show, actually, on the stage. Yeah. Well, his videos are always really good. I've... Yeah been a fan of scott's videos for a long time yeah so i'm sure he knows what he's doing well well rehearsed by now yeah yeah he's had a real good stage show like really entertaining everyone was loving the show it's really good cool cool yeah so we did a bunny burger yeah <laughs> nice i like it yeah <laughs> yeah no it was a really good weekend um, cool and hopefully do some more stuff soon with some of these guys so some of those, we've got some good contacts there to get on the show for different things. So yeah, sure awesome. We, sure, we'll be introducing a lot more game recipes into the barbecue world. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Maybe even try and get some of them maybe to do something for the barbecue mag. Might be quite cool. A little yeah. link up. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So after the, uh, I spoke about India in the last episode a little mm. bit. Uh but I'm actually currently in Vietnam now. And uh, so I was just speaking to you briefly beforehand about uh, something I've been talking to Sarah about actually yesterday. And it was, it was, uh, we were eating, so it was spring rolls and uh, which aren't ex extremely exotic. So I'm sure everyone's had spring roll in their life, but uh, the way they were served was you basically got a, a rice paper wrapper and you got some fresh herbs and uh, some salad greens. And then there was the spring roll and a dipping sauce and maybe some rice noodles as well. So basically then what you did is you got your your wrap, your wrap rice paper wrapper. You put your herbs in. You put some, uh, like some lettuce in. You then put some noodles in. You then put in your spring roll, uh, put on some dipping sauce, rolled it up and ate it. And... A lot of Vietnamese food is like that. So like uh, bun cha, which is one of the most popular dishes uh, in in Vietnam, uh, and that is eaten in the same way. So that's barbecue pork, which basically, again, you, you have a lettuce leaf this time instead of like a rice paper wrapper. 
and then you basically put the uh, the meat in there. You then put some herbs in there. You then put some uh, maybe some pickled vegetables in there. Or it's up to you. And then some dipping sauce. Roll it up and and ask some rice noodles again. And, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, but what I was talking to Sarah about was that it, it's just a a really really nice alternative way to serve barbecue, and it's very. It's very barbecue in its very barbecuey in its nature in the fact that it's it's hands on and people are like built so it's sort of like I don't know like I think again things to do with barbecue is sort of like everyone sat around I'm just gonna go with the basics here and and making their own hot dogs so they grab a bun there's sausages in the table they put a sausage on they they build their own hot dog up or burger or again like tacos is pulled meat they all build their own and it's very much like that and it's 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 very barbecuey and just the way I just think it's a fantastic alternative way to serve barbecue. You can have something like uh, let's just go with uh, pulled pork or pulled lamb or something. You you could get a rice paper. You could then uh, lay some of the the uh, pulled pork in the middle. You could get some fresh herbs, and then maybe you can make like a. I mean, I would even say that a Vietnamese dipping sauce, which is like has vinegar in it. It's normally vinegar, fish sauce, and. Uh, something sweet to sweeten it up so that could be sugar that could be honey etc but like that obviously goes very well with with barbecue as well and then you roll it up and eat it and i just think that it's such a fantastic way an alternative way to eat barbecue food and uh and just obviously the fresh herbs to cut through the meat perfectly provide that freshness with uh the fatty meat such as like maybe pulled pork and then you got the vinegar going in there and the dipping sauce and it was just it's just really really nice and uh I touched on bun cha there briefly, but bun cha is something that's really popular over here and it's absolutely delicious. So something that I'm looking forward to having to go at uh, when I'm home. And uh, so that's, they make basically little mini pork burgers, which are it's minced pork with uh, chopped finely lemongrass. And then that's put in with the pork mince. They make tiny little uh, pork burgers. And then also they have, uh, really thinly sliced pork shoulder, which is marinated in like a sweet sort of sticky marinade. Then they barbecue that. And as I said, they serve that with uh, vermicelli rice noodles. They serve it with uh, fresh herbs. They serve it with a dipping sauce, maybe some pickled vegetables and some lettuce leaves to to wrap it all up in. And it's that's a really, really nice dish, really delicious dish and could be uh, done with a variety of different meats, really simple and, and just something different to try out in the barbecue. So awesome. I just thought I would chuck those two little things in there yeah. before we finished up. Yeah, yeah, I think. It'd be but I think really like cool it's if you just can write up like a couple of little recipes around that. I think it'd be really cool to really show people. I will that do. Stuff. <clears throat> I will do. Mm. Yeah, and it's a. I just think I mean, just the simplicity of it, but it could be a. Re- it's just a really nice alternative way. So I don't know. Like I get a bit bored of. Uh, the same thing all the time and like I, I get a bit like that with pulled pork for instance so i'm using it as an example because pulled pork's amazing and delicious but again quite often maybe even a way of using up leftovers in a completely different way because if you're having pulled pork buns with like a barbecue sauce it's all sweet and sticky and and doing that the next day is something completely different where it's like a, a southeast asian sort of feel with uh with like pickles and fresh herbs so it's very very different Mm. to what you've had the, the other night. So I just think it's a really nice way and alter something else to put into the 
the bank of ways to serve up barbecue. It was it was really delicious. So so yeah. Yeah, I will. I will do a recipe. Discoveries that you're making around the world for us, so you can bring it all back. It's going to be. Yeah, it's it's it is exciting. I mean, stuff like that is exciting, and I'm like, I'm sat, I'm enjoying this stuff, and like, they everything here, every meal you get here is served pretty much. Every meal you get here is served with a plate, uh, a whole plate full of fresh herbs. Yeah, and it's a really nice way of eating. It. it Every mouthful is so fresh and vibrant, and it really uh, brings out these brings out the flavors uh, in the dish and adds to it. It's, it's a really nice way of eating, and uh, I mean that's something that, again. I just think with barbecue, again, there's nothing better than with meat. Than I mean, it's what chimichurri is all about. For instance, yeah. one of the most popular sauces with with barbecue is fresh uh, herbs, and and that is. I mean, I just think that. Every barbecue that I do from now on will have a little plate of herbs on the table for people to to dig into. It's such a nice way of eating, and uh, it's stuff like this that just you just pick up along the way. And it's so simple, and I've probably done it before in in terms of something along the way. But actually, they do it all the time here, and it's actually really nice. And it's a really nice way of eating. Uh, yeah, and I think that it's 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 another social thing. <clears throat> so again you're picking bits of this making bits of that keeps it social which again is what barbecue is all about and it's it's just it's nice it's nice yeah definitely that's our takeaway for today it's good <laughs> <laughs> right let's um let's catch up again next week where are you off to for the next week uh we are in natran currently so we were in hoi an uh for the last few days hoi an was beautiful uh and we are now in natran uh, and we will be heading down to Saigon in the at the end of the week. So, yeah, we are in our last two weeks of Vietnam. So, just going to eat as much as much quick, Vietnamese food as we can. It has gone really quick. Gone really quick. This whole summer's gone really quick. But we've been nonstop uh, all over the place, and it's been amazing and really, really enjoyable. So, uh, so yeah. Right. But it has gone I'll quick. Up, I'll update you on whether I discover any Greek barbecue next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, Greek barbecue uh, is amazing and it will probably massively underrated, I reckon. Mm. So I'm sure you will come back with lots of, uh, lots of Greek barbecue. I lived in Cyprus uh, for a bit and Greek barbecue is amazing. Uh, we touched on it in another episode recently, but like David Chang was saying that uh, like Turkish food is one of the most uh, underrated foods in the world. And also I think that the Greek Greek barbecue f- obviously has those links, especially Cypriot barbecue, because obviously Cyprus is split between Greece and Turkey. So there's a lot of crossovers there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure you're going to have an amazing time and come back with lots of foodie stories. I'm sure I will. I look forward to the welcome break. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy it, mate. You deserve it. All right. Speak to you soon, mate. Speak to you soon. Bye. I'm the best probably cook. I'm the best. 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 I am. I am the best. (laughs) I'm going to best stop, so I'm the best. You're listening to United Q Podcast.
we're brought to you by Pro-Q, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. Mm -hmm.